Welcome to the Dairy Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, dairy nutrition research digested for you. We want to thank the innovative companies and products whose support and trust make this podcast possible. Adiseo, provider of Smartamine M, the best in-class rumen-protected methionine product for dairy producers who want to optimize milk production. Hello, I'm Bill Weiss, and welcome to the Black Belt Dairy uh, Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Paul Kononoff, a professor and extension specialist at the University of Nebraska. Uh, welcome, Paul. Thanks, Bill. Good to be here. Uh, we're going to talk about a paper you did very recently published in JDS Communications. It had to do with the energy value of NDF. Yeah. Would you first just briefly say, you know, uh, tell us first who, who was the main author on this and, and why did you do the paper? Why did you do the experiment? Yeah. So uh, the, the graduate student that worked on this study was uh, Jason Stepinski. He joined me from University of Delaware. He did an undergrad project with Lehman Kung, and then he came here to do his, his master's. He's currently now doing his PhD at University of, of Minnesota. Uh, the, I guess the reason why we did the paper is uh, really just to check some of the foundations that are in the, the NASA model. Um, really one of the pillars for estimating energy uh, in feed is the old uh, OARDC equation, which has been updated. Uh, but one of the things that it, it assumes is uh, how much energy is in fiber. And uh, to get that energy, it relies on the assumption of the heat of combustion of fiber. And uh, the assumption in that model is that uh, fiber um, supplies 4.2 mcals per kilogram of energy, and that's based on, on the heat of combustion. So uh, that was really the, the setup for this study. Um, and uh, Bill, as you know, the samples actually came from uh, uh, you. You sent them off probably just before you left the office there for, for retirement. And I had a graduate student here that, uh, that uh, worked on the samples. I need to just, it, that original number wasn't based on any heat of combustion. It just said it's starch. And that's oh. it's just the number from starch. Yeah. Because no one ever did what you right. did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's a good point. So the, the heat of combustion was general, you know, general for carbohydrates, 4.2. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good point. So, so what, what all samples, what types of samples did or NDF sources did you, did you yeah. evaluate? Yeah. So first of all, we, yeah, I did set Jason out on a quick uh, lit search. I said, Jason, just make sure nobody's ever done this before. Uh, he was unable to find anybody that's actually bombed NDF residues. And so the samples that, that he looked at uh, included alfalfa hay, corn silage, um, cottonseed hulls, DDGs, um, grass hay, soybean hulls, um, and wheat straw. And then he also had uh, feces and uh, TMR. And those TMRs were fed a variety of diets. And I think what's important to note is uh, that NDF was run using the ANCOM system and it was an ash corrected uh, NDF. It, did, you, did you use sulfite to get reduce the nitrogen yeah, in it? Yeah, sulfite was included in there. Okay. And I assume amylase as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Why did you pick the samples you picked? 
Yeah, so yeah, they're most, pretty diverse. Yeah, Just so <laughs> that, that that was really, um, I think, how we landed on those samples is we just, you know, we wanted samples that dairy nutritionists uh, are putting uh, the feeds that they're putting into the diet. And so obviously we're heavy on on forages, but then including some of these high fiber byproducts. So so basically to be, you know, very transposable to what people are doing, looking at the fiber that they're feeding. Did, did you expect or hypothesize that they'd be pretty similar in gross energy or that they'd vary uh, across those feeds? As you know, NASM assumes uh, them to be identical. Um, so if you start to think about what is in NDF residue, obviously you have uh, cellulose and hemicellulose, but um, one of the other things that's naturally in that NDF residue is lignin. And uh, even that, we don't know how much energy is in lignin that people have tried to measure that. Uh, but generally, there's an expectation out there that the uh, heat of combustion or the energy in lignin is actually higher. And so, um, so we did expect some variation depending upon the, the, uh, the composition of uh, that NDF and those feeds that were high in lignin. We did expect uh, um, the heat of combustion to be higher. And did you, like said, you had cottonseed hulls, which would be you know, pretty, pretty woody. Yeah. Uh, so was that, did, did, it, did your hypothesis come out true then uh, based on lignin? Yeah. So generally, I would say this was a, a bit of a surprise for us. Um, on average, um, and just just a reminder, uh, we assume that heat of combustion to be 4.2. And uh, on average, we actually uh, observed all of those feeds to be uh, 4.03. So it was actually lower. Uh, and cottonseed hulls um, had a heat of combustion. The NDF was uh, four. So it was actually uh, a little on the lower side than we expected. And it didn't seem like it was sensitive uh, to, to lignin. Why, why do you think it's lower than, than 4.2? Because, again, you, lignin is in there and it should have a higher heat. than. So um, it's a great question. I think um, I don't know if I have the answer. It's usually. Uh, but I think there's there's two things uh, that that could have heck affected our measures. As I mentioned, these were not ash corrected. So uh, there could have been uh, ash in these NDF samples. And so uh, ash would uh, contribute uh mass, but it wouldn't contribute a, a heat of combustion. So that's one reason. The other is it, it's still, they still could have been contaminated with, with protein uh, and the heat of combustion for protein is also uh, lower. So ash and protein contamination could be the, the two reasons why we saw that. So do you think there, was there enough variation in these feeds that each feed or a, you need a different heat of combustion for different feeds or are they close? You just use a better average or to get better energy numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if we're really fine tuning things, you, you may want to think about that. Uh, we did see a, a that these feeds vary from uh, 3.85 to, to 4.2. So I think maybe that's the question for the next committee. Is it is it really worth 
all of that work to capture uh, this this variation. Um, I would maybe suggest for you know a, a number of reasons. It's it's we're we're probably good with four point two, uh, but indeed there is some variation. And you know if, when you deal with some weird situations, weird feeds uh, at you know ridiculous proportions in the diet, you may want to rethink that. But I think for general, uh, generally speaking, the 4.2 probably works pretty good. But you you wouldn't, if, if you had another chance to do this, mm-hmm. um, the equation, you wouldn't change it to four just because that four fits your data better than the 4.2, which was a guess. Yeah, yeah. And you leave I, it at a constant, but yeah. cut it to four rather than four yeah. two. I think, I, I mean, based on our, you know, this early data, I don't know if I'm quite ready to adjust it to four, but I think if, if, uh, given more samples and uh, maybe a clearer understanding of the directionality of it, yeah, we, we may need to consider reducing that. I think it's it's a little early to, to make that suggestion, but uh, four versus 4.2, that's probably an, uh, uh, enough of a difference to say, yeah, this is something we should account for. At a sale, a global leader in nutritional solutions and the provider of Smartamine M. Visit MilkPay.com to calculate your return on investment when you balance your feed with amino acids. And to learn how Smart Amine M is the product for dairy producers who want to optimize milk production, component levels, and the lifetime performance of their herds. Well, my, my last question here, are you going to continue? Are you going to do some more samples or... Yeah. Hope someone else does. <laughs> no, I'm kind of excited about this. Uh, you know, Bill, you you and I got going on this just as you were heading out the door for retirement. And I think there is great opportunities. I think uh, our plan is to collect samples as we continue to do our energy studies and, and to drill down on it. Um, it does take labor. The graduate student work hard. It takes some effort. Um, but for the most part, I think we can continue to work on this area as a, in a convenient manner. So, yeah, I, I do plan to, to keep looking at this. Very good. Glad, glad to hear that. Yeah. And thank you for your time. It's been an interesting discussion. Thanks, Bill.